Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire. If you're a coach who's ready to impact more lives, make more money, and create a life you love, you're in exactly the right place. Get the support you deserve as a female entrepreneur, master your coaching skills, grow your ideal business, and to honor your priorities in your personal life. Are you in? Let's get started with your host, best-selling author and master life and business coach, Molly Claire. Hey coach, I am continuing the conversation we started last week about building a strong foundation in your business. And I know a strong foundation is not the sexiest topic. It's a lot more fun to talk about making money and changing lives and converting clients and all of that good stuff. And a strong foundation matters. It makes it easier and more fun to do all of those things, easier and more fun to make money now, easier and more fun to grow, scale, expand your business. And so this is important. Now, last week's episode kicked off this series in the podcast. So in the coming weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you my thoughts and teachings on some of these foundational pieces. And I'm bringing you amazing experts. Today is a great example of that. Christy Westerfeld is an attorney, and she specializes in helping online coaches and consultants make sure your business is legal, right? Again, not the most fun step. However, when you have that peace of mind that your business is legal, everything else is so much more fun. I love this interview because... Christy, it just makes everything so easy. And she really talks about those things you want to make sure that you are taking care of right away. And she's not one to tell you you need to do all the things and you need to do it right now. But she does give really crucial information for you to pay attention to. So Christy and I actually connected a few months ago because she created a legal bonus training for my clients in my program. So as I'm working with my coaches in the 10K Accelerator curriculum and, and laying the foundational pieces of their business, she has this amazing training there for them. And she has templates available. So whether you're in my program or you're not, and you're just listening to this, you can definitely check in the show notes here and figure out where to find her. She'll be announcing it as well. Make sure your business is legal. It is a foundational piece. It is fundamental and it will make a difference. All right, coach, let's dive right in. Here is this amazing interview with Christy. All right, coaches, I am excited to introduce you to Christy Westerfeld. Hey, Christy, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I'm so excited to bring you to my listeners. I actually can't remember how I found you exactly, but I remember that I sent you like social media DMs. And I remember thinking, I wonder if she's actually going to see these because, you know, you get so many from different people, but Fortunately, she did see it and we connected. So I'm excited for you to share your knowledge with these coaches about the legal aspect. And I just appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you reached out and we connected and, uh, and I'm really excited for our chat. Me too. So, well, let's just ask you first, tell my audience what you do exactly and why you love it. Yes. So uh, my name is Christy Westerfeld. As you said, I am a California licensed attorney. 
and a legal resource for online entrepreneurs and coaches. So basically, I've been a lawyer for over 10 years now. Get mauled. <laughs> and uh, no, not really. And really what I focus on is legal information and education for online coaches. It expands beyond coaches to consultants and digital business owners as well. But really, I love working with coaches and consultants because there's there's so much in the world of you know the legal do's and don'ts when we run mm-hmm. digital business and an online business and international business. And that's just something that that is really interesting to me. And I serve people through legal template bundles for every different mm-hmm. niche of coach. And then I work with people to file their trademarks or their copyright registrations and other things like that. So I really try to provide a, a wide breadth of services, whether it's a, a DIY template mm-hmm. or you know a, a more uh, higher priced customized work. But there's really a wide variety of ways that you can get legally protected when you are starting a coaching business. And the reason I love it is I like to actually be helping people, right? Like Mm -hmm. when I started out as a corporate lawyer, my job was fine, you know, but it was, Mm -hmm. I was working for large, large companies and it was, it was different, right? It was just sort of Mm -hmm. a cog in a, in a wheel, so to speak. And, Mm -hmm. and, doing the things and and I liked it and I had success at it but I thought was this really it like is have I have I done it like mm-hmm. I I have checked all the boxes but I'm not feeling the way I thought I would feel right I'm sure mm-hmm. many many of you who are listening and probably you too Molly can can sort of relate to that and so on the side of being a corporate lawyer I actually became a certified health coach and was working with people in that capacity I was really into health and fitness and running and meal prep and stuff being able to eat healthy while, you know, being a busy attorney. And so I was helping other people do that as well. And I found as I was getting more and more into the online coaching space, so many people were interested in the fact that I was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Wait, like, do you know how to do these legal documents? Like, hold on. Yeah. I, I, I'm told I need a disclaimer. Like, can you help me? And I was like, oh yeah, I had just, you know, done all of my own documents as a health coach. Right. And so it sort of happened by accident, you know, the universe just Mm -hmm. gave me, you know, this is your path. (laughs) And so I just started, you know, sort of working with other coaches. Uh, Initially, I was just, you know, doing it on the side to help them out. Like, oh yeah, this is what I did. Let me draft yours. Let me draft yours. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wait a minute, what if I could create, you know, a template, a bundle, a bundle of templates because it's largely similar. Now it's different depending on what type of coaching you do. Right. But when it's in the same field the documents can be somewhat similar. And so I thought, what if I could do this? Like I could help even more people than I could do, mm-hmm. you know, on my own every night. And so that's really where it came from. And, and I love it. Why I love it, I think, is because you get to meet so many incredible people who have mm-hmm. these powerful missions and desires to change the world and help people. Mm-hmm. And to even be a small part of that mm-hmm. is so cool, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to help somebody feel less stressed or feel, you know, like they have peace of mind of launching their business. I've worked with people who were not launching a business because they were so nervous about the legal side, right? Right. Yeah. After they, after they get that squared away, then they're like, oh my God, I just did this huge launch and I I felt so good about it. And, and to, to to just have a small role in that, I think is, is, is so cool. And is Mm -hmm. so meaningful. A lot of other women are working from home or their moms, or they're trying to, you know, build this Mm -hmm this thing sort of against what maybe society has told us that we can do or should do. And so um, it's just fun, right? It's fun to be able to help other women, other moms, other business owners go in the direction that they want to go. Yeah, I love that. And I I think it's true that a lot of people do get 
stuck and this becomes like the roadblock from them not moving forward. And and my hope is for all of you listening that wherever you are, are in this realm, whether you're wondering if you're covered enough or you haven't done anything, that this is going to give you some some new ideas, some clarity, and if nothing else, encourage you to find out more. Because I know I know for me, and I, I know this is true for a lot of people as well, is it's one of those things that's on that list that we know we have to deal with at some point, but we don't really want to. And so yes. sometimes we just need that reminder and that push. Totally. Yeah. And sometimes it's one of those things that you, you know, you don't know what you don't know, right? Oh, absolutely. So often people are like, what? I, I didn't even know I needed this. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think just, just being, being open to, to mm-hmm. listening and learning, I think is the best place to be with legal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I know I found in working with coaches that sometimes it's like, sometimes you have these two ends of the spectrum, people where they're so worried about the legal aspect that they put it off longer than they should. And they have a lot of fear. And then other people who ignore it and do, you know, too much, which is, I will just admit, like, that's where I aired on that side, right? I'll just move it forward. And so as you're listening, wherever you fall on that, like, it's okay, wherever you are, right? And this will give you some specific steps forward, because I don't think it has to be overwhelming. I don't think it has to be something that stops you. And it also doesn't have to be something you avoid. Totally agree. No. And I think that's really always my goal. You know, as I, as I teach and train and and educate, I think my goal is always to make it like uncomplicated, right? Mm -hmm. Because people sometimes Mm -hmm. make it out to be this whole thing. And it's like, I don't even know Mm -hmm. what I need or why or how, or what do I do? So I think just for any of us, for anything that feels overwhelming or new or confusing, Mm -hmm. Having a clear list of action items, right? Like yes. do these three things, and then you will be, you know, that's the best way to be initially legally protected, mm-hmm. right? Do this for mm-hmm. your website, do this for your contract, off you go. Yeah. You know, makes it feel more doable, right? When yes. It's like, yes. Like something that you can, it's tangible, you can check it off your list, and you know, like this that's is what right. I need to do. That's right. It's not really a mystery. That's the great thing. It seems like a mystery when you're not a lawyer, right? But it's really not a mystery. So that's nice to to know. Yes. It's it's figure outable as Marie Forleo said. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I mean, and that's why, you know, when I I connected with Christy, so I reached out to her because I had found your templates and I loved them and then saw everything you offered. And Christy has been so gracious to create a training in my program. So I have it available to my advanced certification students and my coaches in the 10K Accelerator so they can know those basics and then they can either get your templates or, right, do something different. But I do think the templates are an easy way to take that step forward and just cross it off the list. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, that's why I created them. I think it's it's hard to know if a legal document is is going to protect you, right? I think a lot of times people think, yes. oh, I found something online. Can I use this? Or mm-hmm. um, the one that bothers me the most is like, they f- they have a template through a platform they use, mm-hmm. right? So they mm-hmm. have, there's a website platform or an online course mm-hmm. platform. I've seen almost all of those templates. I haven't found a single one that is all-inclusive that has mm-hmm. what you need yeah. in it, right? Yeah. And I've actually spoken with those platforms and they say, Oh well, we don't know. Like this is this is just meant to be a placeholder, and I'm like, right, well, right, know that. Like, no. Saying, oh, I have this template from such and such platform. Like, yeah, I'm good. And you know, I'm like, okay, but you're not. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. Do whatever you want. I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to step on your toes. But just so mm-hmm. you know, this is not legally compliant. I've spoken with this platform. They don't have intentions of making it compliant. It's right. just 
meant to be a placeholder, which like tell people that, but yeah, but yes, I think it's, it's hard to know what's a good legal document and what's not right. And so I think Mm -hmm. that's why the templates can work because Mm -hmm. they are meant specifically for online coaching, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm an online coach. It has everything in here that I need. Yeah. It's hard, you know, even when you do find a template or, you know, you hire an attorney to do one for you, right? Mm -hmm. If they're not well-versed in online coaching, they're not going to get the specifics that you need. So it, it can be, you know, more confusing than it needs to be sometimes when you're trying to figure out like, what is it that I need in a contract? And they're not all the same, right? Mm -hmm. It actually matters what's in them. And it matters that it's relevant to your business and all that. Right. And that, that's one of the things I really like about the idea that, of course, you work just with coaches and consultants and online because they're so specific, right? And mm-hmm. then even the specific templates, like the template bundle you put together for the 10K accelerator coaches, because it's literally like, these are the things Molly's having you do. And these are the templates that go with it. Because mm-hmm. I think, I don't know how many of you listening can relate, but I know that that I had bought some templates early on and then you're trying to figure out what you need to adjust. And it's like a foreign language completely. And with legal stuff, it's never a problem until it's a problem. Yes. It's sort of like, I feel like it's sort of like car insurance, right? Like you can be driving around with no insurance probably. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but I'm sure people do, right? Like no one is like checking every morning to be like, do you have car insurance? Right. The minute you get into an accident or there is a reason right, that you get pulled over and someone asks for your registration, you're like, then it's a huge problem. Right. So I, I totally, totally agree with that, that it is oftentimes not a problem until, you know, that, oh crap moment where it's a time problem. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask you more about, you know, some of the mistakes you see coaches make and such. But before I go there, I I just, you know, you have how many kids? Two. Two kids. And it's so nice that you're able to have this flexible option. I know as we've set this up, we're like working around your <laughs> kids' school, right? And when my kids get home and everything. And, and I just, I want to highlight that for all of you because... As you know, I'm a big believer in like create the business that supports your life. And so that's one thing I love also about, you yes. know, working with you is we're very lined and like, yeah, the, the business is there to support quality of life and relationships, not to right. like, you know, be in competition with it. So, so, I mean, that's so really fun. why I was pregnant with my son when I started my business, because it was really that realization of like, wait, I don't, what does my life look like after I had the baby and, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in the U S maternity leave is essentially non-existent mm-hmm, <laughs> you get five mm-hmm. minutes and then you're expected to go back <laughs> in. And yeah. my law firm at the time was very like, Oh, well, so-and-so was in trial the week after she had her baby. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's great. I'm so pro people doing whatever they want. Right. Like, sure. Not, yeah. Whoa, her, right. Like good on you. I-, I will give you all the high fives in the world. If that is what you want to do a thousand percent, you should do it. But for me, that didn't feel aligned, right? Like I was yeah. like, I want to be with my baby, right? Like I want right. to, and you know, I'm sure so many of us that have kids have sort of hit that crossroad of like, yeah. well, can I do both, right? Can I have yes. a successful, rewarding career and be a present mom? Like, does that, Yes. is that a thing, you know? And mm-hmm. s- sometimes we sort of feel like, no, right? But there is a way as you and I are examples, right? Yeah. You yeah. can find a way to, be a great mom, mm-hmm. build a great business and mm-hmm. do both. And I mm-hmm. think it's people are becoming so 
aware of that and accepting yeah. that, you know, it's yes. my kids have been like last week, my daughter was homesick and I had a zoom call and like, she was on my lap. She's three and yeah. it's fine, yeah. you know, yes. nobody blinked. It was, you know, yes. I think it's just, it's just part of life now, you know, that like, it's, it's yes. okay to set that boundary and sort of to say, yes. oh, it can be both. Like I yes. can be a great mom yes. and, a, and a successful business owner mm-hmm. or employee or, you know, whatever it is that you mm-hmm. want to do there's always a way there's always yeah. a way to make yeah. it work mm-hmm. and people are way more accepting of it than you might think and and i think i think it actually sets a good example for others that want to do it but that don't think totally. they can right that's a so great point yeah so thank goodness that we like are having feeling more permission giving more permission to have what we want and to have both and i think one so thing i'll you. make a, a plug for as well is that I think where we get confused and where we kind of go a little a little sideways with this is thinking that having both means we have to do it all and be it all and be spread so thin but that's just really run yourself not into true. the ground. Yeah. Right? Like you get to pick like those of you that are are balancing, you know, being a mom in your business, I I always say like what are the things that really matter to you as a mom? Focus on those and all those other things that like the neighbor thinks you should be doing. Don't do those things. Right. Right. And then in your business, what are the things in your business that are most important in your mission as to what you're doing? And then what are all those things that are just on your list? Because we never question them, you know, for things you can delegate, you know, totally totally. delegate in your personal life. You can delegate in your business life. I I love that you brought that up, Molly, because I think it's there's a lot of tasks, right? There's an endless amount of tasks as a mom or a parent and as a business owner. Right. And I think by learning how to sort of pick and choose, right? Mm-hmm. These are the things that I want to do or must do or whatever. And then these are the things I can delegate, no one can do or whatever yep. you know, can, can really be a game changer and, yes. you know, prevent you from being a, a stressed out, spread too thin yes. parent and CEO, you know, yes. I think it's really being protective over your time and saying like, if you want to work in your son or daughter's classroom, great, do it. You know, yeah. here's the time block for that. Like if you want to, you know, do a podcast, here's the time block for that. Do it. Like it's just, it's just a matter of coordinating it and then yep. sticking to it. Yeah. Just really like decisions. And I always think about how do these two things, how are they in cooperation with one another, right? How do they work together? Because mm-hmm. when we think they're at odds or in competition, it, it's like, if they're in competition, then my family's going to win out every single time, totally. right? And, and mm-hmm. my family can win and my business doesn't have to lose. They can both win. I love know? that. Yeah. And I think it's really too the whole, you know, we don't, we don't live to work. You know, no. we, we're humans. We live, we want to live. Yeah. We're, yeah. Like yeah. we're living right. and we are That's following right. a passion professionally and we're following yes. passions personally. And we're, yeah. you know, we're getting to experience being a parent and being a business owner and having this huge mission to change the world. And you get to just be all of these things. It doesn't have yes. to be, you know, I yes. work, I'm a parent. You can just be more fluid, you know, and you yes. can just be. Yes. Yes. I love it. And I love also that you mentioned how you, this is kind of the way you've chosen to contribute to the coaching world. Cause I have a lot of guests like that where they get into coaching, they love it. They want to be a part of it, but then they have this like special little area where they can, can contribute in that way. So, and it is a great service, what you do. Like, I know I've been so grateful to be able to share it with my clients because it's just, it's a, it's a huge box that they get to check. That's a big relief. So. Oh, thank so you. Awesome. I'm so glad yeah. that's, 
that's truly my, my goal and mission. So, um, yeah. It means a lot to hear you say that. Yeah, it's working. It's working. <laughs> okay, so tell me a little bit about what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see coaches making in their business? I know you've mentioned some of them there. Yeah, and I think like first I want to note that like we're all doing our best, right? I know sure. everyone is doing their best. So when I say biggest mistakes, if you hear something that you're like, oh, I'm doing that, you don't need to like pull over and immediately like change your course. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like this yes. is all doing our best. No one is going to jail. It's okay. Right. Um, <laughs> Not today. It is, right. Currently, no one is like, unless, you know, just it, it's okay if one of these things you're like, ooh, I'm doing that. Like it's, yeah. I'm not calling you out. There's no emergency. Mild emergency sometimes, but you know, it's okay. So one of the biggest mistakes I see is not having a privacy policy on your website. If you don't know what that is, it's okay. Stay tuned. Data privacy and data collection is big right now, right? Like with the digital world, people are doing lots of crazy things with data, some legal, some illegal. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have experienced probably by this point, like talking about a brand and then here comes an Instagram ad for that brand or we're talking and the Alexa hears us. And now we're getting out like it's there's so many ways we can use data. Right. And as consumers, we care a lot about like who is using my information. Right. Mm -hmm. So when we flip that over and we are the business owners, Mm -hmm. we have consumers, right? Our email lists, our people can contact us through our websites. We're taking payment information or whatever we're doing. Mm-hmm. All of that is a responsibility. And so we mm-hmm. as business owners by law have to, have to have a privacy policy on our website and any other page where people can enter in their information. Mm-hmm. So this one is big, like mm-hmm. maybe pull over it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you don't have a privacy policy on your website, like this should go on the list that you like actually do this week because the fines and the penalties for not having a privacy policy on your website is so silly, huge. People mm. have gotten six and seven figure penalties for this. Like they mean wow. business. Wow. about this. Like the maximum yeah. fine for this is $2,500 per website visit. Wow. So like what, that is insane, right? If like your wow. mom visits your website twice with no privacy policy, that is yeah. a maximum fen- penalty of five grand. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do pull over. <laughs> pull it's, over. That's I'm like, on your list. is a mild emergency. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> safely, <laughs> safely exit. <laughs> But this is big, right? So Mm -hmm. it has to go in the footer of your website Mm -hmm. and on any other page where you're collecting data. So Mm -hmm. like do an audit of what you have online, any Mm -hmm. place that someone can type something in, right? They can Mm -hmm. enter their name and email. They can contact you. Most people have a contact me on their website, right? Someone Mm -hmm. can type in their name Mm -hmm. and their address and a message, right? That's you collecting data, right? Anywhere Mm -hmm. that you're collecting data, you must have a Mm -hmm. privacy policy on your website and it has to be what's called GDPR compliant. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you've heard of the phrase GDPR. That's the, the data privacy regulations that came down from the European union in 2018. Mm -hmm. I know we're not in the European union, but because our businesses are digital, they are also international, right? We sell Mm -hmm. to the European union. We have customers, their clients, their people can join our email list from there. Right. So we must respect the privacy laws of those people, of people there. Right, right. Sort of sounds more complicated than it is because you're thinking, oh my God, I have an international business. Like now I have to comply, Mm -hmm. but really just comply with the strictest one and then you're Mm -hmm. good, right? Mm -hmm. So right now that's GDPR. Also, California is sort of creeping up with some of the stuff that we're doing here, but really GDPR is the one that you need to 
mm-hmm. make sure that you're abiding by. So if you need a GDPR compliant privacy policy, you can grab it on my website. It's in the template bundle that Molly mm-hmm. has. I don't care where you get it. Just make mm-hmm. sure that it's GD. It's make sure it's right. Right. Because a lot yeah. of these yeah. templates that come from websites that come from platforms that you're using are yeah. not, they're yeah. not GDPR compliant. So let me ask about that. And and by the way, I know she mentioned it in the show notes, there will be a link to, to the template, to Christy's templates. And then those of you in my advanced training or 10K accelerator, everything is, is available there. But what about when you were talking, what about someone who is hiring someone to build their website and they potentially, have you ever seen website builders offer up privacy policies or have you seen they kind of stay away from it? Like, what would you say um, if, if someone's getting something like that included, what do they look it, for? You know, it really depends, right? If they yeah. have a relationship with a, an online attorney who mm-hmm. knows the space and has worked out some kind of deal where they, they have the right to offer that privacy policy, then mm-hmm. potentially mm-hmm. if it's something they've written themselves and they're not a data privacy lawyer, or it's something that they've gotten from, you know, who knows where, I would say don't rely on it. Yeah. Um, not yeah. to be doomsday, but just to be real, right? Like this is sure. to get right. You know, like that's right. There are so many ways in your business that you can bootstrap, you can, you know, cut costs, you can do things mm-hmm. the cheap and easy way. This is one of those things that I, I think it's not thousands of dollars, right? But this is one of the mm-hmm. things that I think it's worth it to get right. Because yeah. when you have that foundational layer that's legitimate, right? Your yeah. website is not illegal your contract is going to protect you. Mm-hmm. Then as you scale, right, there's not holes, right? You're yes. solid. I kind of like a house foundation, right? Like you're building right, right. a solid foundation. Yeah. And then as you scale, you're good to go, right? You're, it's not a yeah. house of cards where you're like, how far can I go without anything? And you're just sort of like casually yeah. holding your breath. So with the privacy policy and then, you know, a contract and sort of the right disclaimers and stuff, I, to me, obviously I'm biased because I'm a lawyer, but mm-hmm. it feels like a non-negotiable to just yeah. get that foundation right. You know, yeah. Yeah. do things the right way. You don't want to always be worried. You're going to open up your email to some, some notification that you've been sure. flagged as being non-compliant, right? Because that really, at the end of the day, that defeats your mission, right? Like your goal yes. is to build a huge business that changes millions of lives, right? And so the yes. avenue to get there is make sure you can keep doing what you're doing, right? Do right, the, right. Set up your foundation right so that you can be a force, right? You don't want to get yes. knocked down halfway through because none of your stuff was right. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as we build a business, there are plenty of places for fears to pop up, right? And insecurities and lack of confidence in ways we don't even realize are there. And so if we can easily fill this one little hole, this one little gap to have that confidence there, I do think it's a big deal. And mm-hmm. and also, I mean, we spend so much money in so many places in our business. I know it it's not it's not the most fun place to spend money, right? On a legal document, but it is important. It's kind of like I always think about like in the house, you know, when the the HVAC goes out, that's not a fun place to spend my money. I'd rather spend my money, you know, like redecorating the kitchen or redoing the counters. Yes. Yeah. However, (laughs) it's actually a really important place to spend the money. Right. Pretty counters don't matter if you're, if your house is a hundred degrees. I know. I know. I'm in Dallas in the summer here. So yeah. So yeah. So privacy policy, I think is probably the number one thing that like, Mm -hmm. if, if you do nothing else, like, please Mm -hmm. get that on your website this week. Yeah. Um, Another big mistake I see is, is the contract, right? When you Mm -hmm. start working with clients, 
it's sort of a similar thing, right? Mm -hmm. Don't let this be a corner that you cut. A lot of times Mm -hmm. I see people find a contract online Mm -hmm. or someone gives one to them. They got one from a friend. They got one from a coach. They got one from whoever. Or like I said, they try to draft it themselves. And here's my issues with those things. Number one, if you're using a contract that you don't have permission to use, Mm-hmm. That can be copyright infringement, just like mm-hmm. you take a picture online, right? Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. You know, most of us know, right? You can't steal a photo from online. Mm-hmm. If the document was drafted by a lawyer and you don't have permission from them to use it, which mm-hmm. you do, like if you purchase my templates, right? You have permission. Right, right. If you get it from, some, but like if someone shared it, right? Now we're, now we have an issue, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have permission to use it. That could be, you could land yourself in hot water there. And I don't think you want to be on the, on the, <laughs> the receiving end of a copyright, you know, infringing a lawyer's copyright. Um, yeah. No kidding. Right. <laughs> that's not where we want to be. Right. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's easy to not be there. Right. Don't like yeah. willingly go into a, 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 the, the dark. So that the other thing is when you get a contract from someone or you write it yourself or, you know, something mm-hmm. else that's, that's a little bit, you know, bootstrapped, it might not protect you. That's the whole point of the contract. So I get sad when Mm -hmm. people try to write it themselves or they get one from somebody else and they defeat the entire purpose of doing it in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. Because the point Mm -hmm. of it is, it's not just, I need something for the client to sign, right? It's, Mm -hmm. this is a well thought out, well-written, easy to understand Mm -hmm. document that creates Mm -hmm. transparency and clarity in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And it allows everybody on both sides to be responsible, to be, to feel safe and to move forward with the relationship feeling good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The document that you've copy pasted, people can tell, right. If it's like different Mm -hmm. fonts or it has not, Mm -hmm. it's talking about something that has nothing to do with what you do. It's Mm -hmm. dated, whatever. If it's just not right, it's Mm -hmm. not going to protect you. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that can happen is it might question, it might make your client question credibility. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We, I would do that. Right. If I was going to invest in a coach and I, the very first thing I got, right. A first impression is the contract and it was not great. Mm -hmm. I would think, Ooh, like, is Mm -hmm. my investment safe? Right. Yeah. Oh, sure. Good. Is this a good plan moving forward? Mm -hmm. Because this contract is probably not going to hold up. So then I feel less safe. Mm -hmm. I feel less Mm -hmm. sure. Right. And you compare that with if you are about to make an investment and you get this great contract, the onboarding process is easy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? That feels different. Yes, it absolutely. Feels like, oh, this is a great operation. I feel very safe with my investment. Yes. It's going to be a good thing. So yeah, having a good contract goes so far beyond just like having something for your client to sign, right? Yeah. It prevents yeah. the issue from, you know, my client went MIA without paying me, right? Because that's mm-hmm. on the contract. Like it, it mm-hmm. prevents all these things. It makes sure the client is very clear. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on the same page. It mm-hmm. actually protects you. It actually protects your client. And it makes them mm-hmm. feel great about mm-hmm. moving forward with their coaching with you. Yeah. Right? It yeah. Just really like sets you off on a great foot as you yes. go into the program. And for a couple hundred bucks, like I feel like that's a good it's an easy, it's an easy win. Yes. And you know, one thing I'll speak to, like, like the advanced training that I do, it's all about like coaching skills, right. And having greater results for your clients. But the first thing that we do in there is we talk about the importance of establishing trust in the relationship with your client, because it doesn't matter what skills I give these coaches or how much I help them, you know, really make them amazing. If there's not that space of trust and and safety and that relationship 
it's never going to be as effective. And so actually one of the first things they do is think through what their policies are and how will they communicate that to the client. And so one question I kind of have for you about this is, I know that a lot of my listeners relate to to the way I feel about this. I read a legal document and it doesn't make any sense to me most of the time. And so, you know, is there merit and value in here's like the legal document, right? From your template or, or whatever reliable source. And then also having a simple breakdown in, you know, kind of clear terms for the client so they can easily see that. Because I think that can be helpful to have, okay, why don't you, it's kind of this like, right, what this means for dummies or whatever, like that book series. Totally. And I hear this a lot too, where people have sort of a hesitancy to do a con- to have a contract, right? Because they're like, I don't want to scare my client. I yeah, I've heard that a lot. The relationship to change. Client. I don't want this. And I love that question or comment because mm-hmm. to me, it's such an invitation to shift your mindset about it. Like mm. I would encourage you to think about it as a favor to your client. What you're doing by giving them this document is mm-hmm. saying like, it's a promise, right? I mm-hmm. promise mm-hmm. I'm going to be responsible for everything in this document for my, the deliverables, mm-hmm. the, how I'm going to work, how I'm going to operate. Like it's a great favor to them in my opinion, right? Yeah, I totally them, agree. I mm-hmm. promise to be responsible for all of these things. Mm-hmm. Right. And in any sort of policy or, you know, thing that responsibility that you expect of them, mm-hmm. you're laying it all out. There's no mm-hmm. mystery. There's no confusion. There's no mm-hmm. uh, chances of surprise later mm-hmm. on when the client's like, what? I didn't know this was a monthly payment mm-hmm. or whatever. Like mm-hmm. you're laying it all out. It's very clear. There's no surprises. There's, there's total transparency and clarity about this is what this is. And you're obligating yourself just as much as you're wanting the client. Sure. To be so I really encourage you to think about it as, a favor to them, right? You're, yeah. you are volunteering to be obligated to everything in there. As far as the legal language, I always try to make mine written in as, in as plain English as possible, yeah. you know, like heretofore <laughs> and like those things that just, you can think of other words and they still are legally binding, right? Yes. Like lawyer words don't make them, they, they don't do anything except like they're the lawyer words, right? Right, um, right, you right. You can use other words though, and it's still legally binding. So I yes. try to keep it pretty plain language. But as far as could you have like a translation? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've seen it where people say like, there's the paragraph and then right after it, I'll say like what this means, just make sure that the, what this means part like is accurate. Cause I've seen it where they explain it and I'm like, well, no, that's not really not exactly means. something like indemnification, you know, where someone's like, yes, that even mean, right. Yes. Um, yes. You're not going to be legally responsible. Right. But so it's yes. just, as long as the clarification paragraph is accurate. Yes. yes. People with those as well. Right. So if anyone's listening mm-hmm. and they want that, like, I will always help you with that, but I think it's totally fine to do that. Whether it's mm-hmm. just a conversation where you mm-hmm. go through the contract or whether it's right. actually something in writing, whether you have the contract and then like a separate one page, yes. letter, however, it feels good to you in your business. Yeah. Totally up to you, right? That could be part mm-hmm. of your onboarding process and could be a total slam dunk, right? It could be great. Just it, it, whatever it feels good to you, right? As long mm-hmm. as you have a well-written contract somewhere in that process, mm-hmm. you can add whatever you want, right? As mm-hmm. long as you're not signing multiple things, right? You mm-hmm. sign one document, you can explain it however you want, add whatever you want as far as, you know, yes. stuff. it doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I, I want to highlight again, you know, what you just said about seeing it as 
really doing your clients a favor because I know a lot of my coaches, I know this from, you know, working up close and personal through this piece of, of doing their contract is that they are worried that it feels kind of like, oh, this will be too much or too much pressure. And I do think not only is it doing them a favor by saying, hey, I'm bound by this too, I'm responsible, but I also think as a coach, you're really setting a good example for your clients even of being able to set boundaries and make decisions and be clear about things, which can be kind of hard for us to do, I think, as women. And so I think even thinking about it that way, what if you're showing your clients how to be clear about what you want or what needs to happen? I think that can go a long way. It's a great point, especially if you work with other coaches, right? Like you said, it's setting an example of this is how I run my business as a leader and as a coach. And yeah, it's not mean, it's not negative. It's there's, there shouldn't be anything in the contract that is bad. You know, it's just right. It's clear. It's not super long. I don't think a contract needs to be 12 pages long, right? It right. Right. Simple. It can be short. It can be easy to understand. There's no requirement that it needs to be giant and scary. But it just needs to be clear. It needs to include the right things. It needs to include relevant information. And then there's ways you can be even savvier about what I like to do in them is predicting ways in which the relationship can go south and building that into the contract, Mm -hmm. right? So that if your client goes MIA on a payment plan or emails you on the last week of your program and says, I need a full refund, this program was crap or whatever, like whatever yeah. the issue yeah. can be, it's already in the contract that they signed at the beginning that like, if X, Y, Z happens, here's how we're going to handle it. Right. So it, yeah. it does your future self and yes. their future selves such a favor, because if there's drama down the road, it's already figured out, right. There's yes. nothing where you have to go, Oh my God, this person, X, Y, Z, I don't know what to do. Like mm-hmm. it's already written. It's already done. All you do is mm-hmm. look at the contract paragraph six. Here's what we do done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, so it's mm-hmm. such it's doing yourself such a favor by having this done mm-hmm. and doing your clients a huge favor. Mm-hmm. There's no guesses. There's no confusion. There's no wiggle room. That's right. Just This is what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it does cut out so many worries and so much indecision for my clients, for coaches, when they're clear on those policies, because otherwise they find themselves like, that's what they want help with. Well, this client did this. What do I do? Make that decision ahead of time. Have it be clear. And it just then you can just spend your time coaching and helping. You don't have to spend your time worried about debating what the policy is or whatever. Totally. I think you made a a really good point though, that it, it, it is sort of a flex in, in the leadership, right. In the boundaries, Mm -hmm. in the, like, I'm not, I'm in charge in like a bad way, but like Mm -hmm. they are coming into your container and you Mm -hmm. are the leader. Right. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. it has to be controlling or, you know, anything Mm -hmm. negative, Mm -hmm. but like, you are creating the container, right? And and yes. sometimes that feels uncomfortable. Uh, for me, when I first started my business, I was very employee mentality, very people pleasing, very mm-hmm. employee. Like, and it was so hard for me to be like, this, I'm in charge. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, what's my boss? Oh God. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's weird at first. And so if that's, you know, anybody listening, if that feels like you, like it's okay. Like we've mm-hmm. all been there. Mm-hmm. A lot of us have. Some people are like born entrepreneurs and I I, I mm-hmm. so respect that. But that wasn't me, right? Like mm-hmm. I was very like, tell me what to do and I'll do it right. And then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. give me my bonus and that's it. So it, it is a flex in that, like I'm in charge. And if someone questions your policy or your whatever, right? Like it sometimes feels like what you want to do is like, okay, like, what do you want to do? Or what, mm-hmm. what do you think I should do? Right. And so it is a good exercise in saying, you know, 
not in a mean way. Again, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this like big confrontation, but just like, mm-hmm. this is the rule. Just like if we were coming into a coaching program, we would mm-hmm. expect there to be policies, right? Or we buy sure. we Amazon has policies, right? Every sure. store has policies. Like we, sure. we know there are rules that come with shopping at a store or buying something or being in yep. a container, right? We expect them there to yep. be rules. But people aren't going to be mad if there's rules, right? They yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yes. So what else? Like the main things. So there's the the privacy policy, big deal, the contract. Mm-hmm. What else would you say um, is a pretty easy thing that's missed? That I think the, the final thing that I'll say as far as the biggest mistake is, and I don't want this to rock anybody because I know it, it happens, but mm-hmm. taking payment before they sign the contract. Mm, taking payment okay. online if it, or, or on the phone, if it's a discovery call, mm-hmm. taking payment before the contract. It's hugely important to have the contract signed first. And here's mm-hmm. why. I'm going to give you about 20 seconds of legal. So everybody buckle up. But the way, the way it works to have a successful binding contract is there's three elements, right? The offer, mm-hmm. the acceptance, mm-hmm. and the consideration, which is just money or the thing of value, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you are on a discovery call and you are talking to them about the program and then you take payment. You've skipped over offer and acceptance and you've done the money, which is supposed mm-hmm. to be like sealing the deal, right? Mm-hmm. So if you start with the end, mm-hmm. what happens is if you try to give a contract after the fact, you can't. It's mm-hmm. already been sealed. So what ends up happening is whatever was said on the discovery call was the verbal offer. Mm-hmm. They accepted it by saying yes, and then mm-hmm. they gave you payment. Mm. That's it. Mm-hmm. You have totally written your own contract out of the equation. It's a verbal deal. And whatever mm. you said in the in the discovery call is whatever the offer was, right? And mm-hmm. I don't think you would have said, these are the limitations of liability. These are the like you right. you have sort of made it so that you you don't get to use your own contract. Mm-hmm. What I recommend you do, right, is the the offer is the written contract. So you mm-hmm. do your discovery call with them, they say they're in. You mm-hmm. send them the contract. That's the actual offer, right? Because that mm-hmm. includes everything. Mm-hmm. They have a right to review the full offer, mm-hmm. accept mm-hmm. it by signing the contract, mm-hmm. and then they pay the invoice, right? That's the mm-hmm. ideal onboarding process. That's why I say it's great to have like this onboarding figured out for legal reasons. It really matters that you do contract, sign contract, pay invoice, right? Yeah. There are people that say, oh my God, I have to take payment over the phone. Like that's mm-hmm. what I do. That's what my coach teaches me. Like there's people that have mm-hmm. a big need to take payment over mm-hmm. the phone. So people don't back out or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which, you know, whatever. But if that's you, then maybe experiment with like, they take, you take a small deposit to like save mm-hmm. their seat or something okay. like that. Okay. Then you still do offer acceptance invoice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you must take payment over the phone, work with doing some sort of a deposit, right? Mm-hmm. But try to do written contract as the actual offer, right? Try mm-hmm. to avoid taking payment in full or their first payment or whatever mm-hmm. over the phone because then mm-hmm. you end up negating your entire contract mm-hmm. when you do that. And that's pretty prevalent in the coaching industry where you're mm-hmm. a lot of people are taught, right? Get payment yes. over the phone as mm-hmm. quick as you can. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, you really don't want the added liability of having someone's credit card information like on a piece of paper, right? Right. Like, oh, no way. Go with the invoicing that it's a third-party platform. There's proper encryptions and securities in place. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even have their number. Like you're not reliable. Yes. Like don't yeah. incur all that extra liability by having someone's credit card information 
And then you have the responsibility to run the card. Like it's just a lot of unnecessary risk. Yeah. Yeah. By doing it that way. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's my other big thing is, is have the written contract be the offer. Give that to them first mm-hmm. because that's the, that's really the whole offer, right? That's what you're yeah. wanting them to agree to, right? They yes. sign it, they give you the money. That's the preferred onboarding process mm-hmm. for onboarding a new coaching client. Yeah, that's so helpful. And I think, you know, those of you listening, I, I think it's always a good idea to really let your clients know kind of the flow of how things go. I think it's always a good idea to give your potential clients, like educate them on what to expect, right? And so I'm just like in a consultation, letting them know, hey, this is how a consultation goes. Once you're closing the sale, right, to let them know this is how this is going to go. You're going to receive a contract. It's so important that you look through that and sign it. It's going to have whatever we want to say about it, right? And just right then communicating to them, this is a way to not only explain my policies to you, but for you to feel protected as well, because like I'm legally bound to serve you in this way. And so I think having that conversation then not only does it eliminate the uncertainty they might have about what to expect, but it really allows you to communicate to them the value of having the contract right there. And the Which is a good, a good way to start off a coaching relationship. Totally. Sure. I, I totally agree with that, that it just, you know, you're just saying exactly like you said, it makes sure we're on the same page. It allows us both to, to, you know, have transparency and clarity so that when we move forward, there's no questions, you know, there's, yeah. there's no, that's right. There's no misalignment We're we're ready and we can just focus on the coaching, right? Yeah. Everyone's yeah. clear. So I yeah. think we totally get in front of any anticipation of a client being, being leery of a contract by just yeah, letting them know that it is, you know, something that is beneficial to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But I think any more, right. It is so normal. Anyone that's when I'm working with someone and they send me that legal contract, like you said, they're legit, right? I know this is the real deal. Yeah. So, and it's expected yeah. too. Like I would absolutely if it, <laughs> to the point that if you did enter into a coaching arrangement and you were going to put a good amount of money and there was no contract, I'd be like, well, hold on, wait, <laughs> like mm-hmm. where's a contract? You know, like mm-hmm. you you want to mm-hmm. make sure that that it's a legitimate enterprise as well. And I think it's just confirming that, right? When sure, you yeah. Well, this is so good. Thank you so much, Christy, of for your time. Yeah. So those of you listening, you can, I, there's the link for in the show notes, you can find the, um, Christie's templates. I'm like choking on my words here. The templates there, those of you that are in any of my programs, there's trainings in there and the templates are in there. But if someone just wants to go find you, where would they find you, Christy? Yeah. So my website is coachlegally.com. You can, you can pop over to coach legally and learn how to coach legally. Uh, there's yeah. all the templates and the bundles there. There's lots of free resources and information, blog posts. And then I'm also on Instagram, just at Christy Westerfeld. I do mm-hmm. a lot of free information and little mm-hmm. uh, tidbits, insights, things like that over there as well. Plus mm-hmm. you can see my kids. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so those Fun. are really the main the main places to find me. Great. And you also have, because you have your templates and you also have like a community, like a membership, a community membership where people can ask their legal questions in a really easy way too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my coach legally membership is a monthly subscription-based membership. We have weekly Q and a calls where every week I'm on for an hour live. You can ask all your questions. You get discounts on the templates. You get monthly trainings on every topic in there. There's a whole bank of 
classes and courses and trainings on anything you could think of from a legal perspective. Mm -hmm. I also have guest experts trainings in there as well on things like bookkeeping and um, things like that. So want somewhere to sort of maintain, you know, legal clarity and you feel like you're going to have questions more than just once. um, Mm -hmm. I highly recommend checking out the membership and start joining the calls and getting some legal clarity. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much. This has been great. So helpful. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And we're looking forward to having you in the community as well. So in the Masterful Coach Collective, they're going to be picking your brain and learning all about this. So of course, of course, I can't wait. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast. Are you ready to build your amazing business with Molly as your coach? Check out www.mollyclaire.com to find out about Masterful Coach Foundations and the 10K Accelerator Method. It's the ultimate support for you as a coach building your ideal life and business.